This week's episode of Here For It Podcast is brought to you by Harry Snatch. Apparently, Ballhead Pussy is not the only one that got a lot of juice. Because Amber Rose put her whole hairy pussy on the internet, and we are still talking about it today. I think that it was so important. Oh my God, I really <laughs> love... Are you going to the slut walk? I was, I'm not going to the slut walk, but I'm definitely for the... Um, y'all can't make me shave my pubes no more because it grows like this naturally. I think um, we have... Just like when they say um, black men shouldn't cut their hair into low-cut scissors with the deep waves. Um, yeah, women shouldn't shave their cats if they don't want to shave it. I mean... I guess. I mean, I understood... It's getting the hot mo- outside, so... I, all the more reason to shave it because it holds... Um, Amber, can you uh, you should have posted this in September, like right at the end yeah, of yeah, and then this like June, going into this is the month to be um, trimming your cat. Yeah, you need to trim it. Like this, I'm I not saying shave it. Nobody said you had to be back in kindergarten, but this is the month to trim. I know it. you got feminism standards and things, but but yeah. it also kind of looked a little touched. I don't feel like that. It was, was a photo shoot, girl. Yes, it was touched by a photographer. Yeah, I, I don't feel. But I mean, not the, not the. Yeah, I don't mean like the whole photo because the whole. I want the oil, whatever oil she uses. I want that oil. Argon oil, sesame oil. I don't, it's obviously not accessible at CVS. Accessible oil. <laughs> um, but so I'm not saying that about the picture as a whole uh, because I know Adobe programs need to be used sometimes personally. Um, <laughs> but the the pubic hair just didn't seem. Like like real pubic hair. It looked like a little touched. Like it was a little not real pubic hair. Well, she also promoted Slut Walk twenty eighteen, so sure, maybe it was touched. Well, I'm still I'm still here for it at the end of the day. And, and Pierce Morgan is here for it as well because all and the Christmas Mor- he was here. No, he was yeah. here. He was here for all the goddamn reasons. And I'm like, who are you getting into Twitter beefs with? You know, this is Amber Rose, and you know this is what she do, and she also don't have a job right now outside of Slut Walk. Um, no, her TV show has gotten picked up for a second season, and it's going to be on MTV instead of VH1. So that's a big is she recording check. that right now? Well, it's been announced at upfronts. So I mean, I know that they announce things, and well, she obviously wasn't recording on the day that she had to get Pierce Morgan's ass together because okay. she had plenty. Production of was halted. Time. Plenty of time. I was like, Pierce Morgan, go sit down. That's who some. That's who need a job. He needs a job anyway. Um, so this week's icebreaker. This week's episode of Here for a Podcast, oh, yeah, starring me. At you Ron know who Mattis he is, shit. And my this co-host. is the fourteenth episode. This is your weekly um, colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with prep advocate and sex specialist at the Superman and myself, culture blogger at Ronald Matters. I have to give a shout out to um, Keenan McLeod because we used his question last week. He's always tweeting us, telling people to listen to our podcast. Thank you, Kenan McLeod. I forgot what your um, Twitter name is. It was something with an underscore and a six at the end. I love you. I know I feel so bad because I'm too intoxicated to remember. But we do love you, Kenan McLeod. That was was his name on SoundCloud. Check him out. Follow him on Twitter. Pretty please leave a comment where the people can follow you on Twitter. Thanks, Kiki. Yeah, not a nickname for the kids. Um, and also, we were doing Song for Your Soul, and DeWitt Seaforth left a comment on SoundCloud that he has an artist for his soul of Phyllis Hyman. Do you know any Phyllis Hyman songs? I know a lot of Phyllis Hyman songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need to tell yeah. me what the Phyllis Hyman songs are supposed to be listening to. So next to. week, my song for my soul will be a Phyllis Hyman song. This week, I already have it like. Well, I know we down. got this locked down, but yeah. So Phyllis Hyman is the artist for his soul. And tweet us at Here for a Pod, hashtag Song for Your Soul, 
And tell us which Phyllis Hyman songs we're supposed to be listening to. I hear it so much, but oh, I'm still. It's easy. She has I a, watched her unsung, and I was just a catalog. And I wasn't understanding on her unsung like people loved, lived, and she was still depressed and down and out, and committed suicide. Is that right? So <sighs> R.I.P. What's the great voice? Breaker? Great voice. Oh. Great video. Okay. Beautiful gowns. No shade. Beautiful gowns. She At the really time, did, yeah. she really did have beautiful gowns. This week. Our icebreaker is about to be a hoot. Hopefully, y'all ready. So this week, Ronald Matters and I are going to impersonate each other for 15 seconds. <laughs> Ronald Matters is going to go first. What's because that card game we played? Um, Shade of Life. Shade of Life. Shout yes. out to Shade of Life card game. We still love Shade of Life card game. We do. Gets the party started. So if I had to interview you for 15 seconds. Not interview me. Impersonate. Impersonate. Ooh, I'm so intoxicated. So you have to So I'm going to give him five seconds And this is a visual I mean this is an audio thing Absolutely So what you think I sound like What I would say You got to get me to walk in the talk in the chirp in the all of that You got 15 seconds To impersonate me And then I'm impersonating you Okay Five Four Three Two One who the fuck that bitch think that he is? <laughs> you got me fucked up over here. I'm at the Superman. Come on, Shay fan. Uh, I got all these followers out here, <laughs> and these brands need me. These boys need me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at that nigga shoes. Time up. <laughs> this nigga shoes ain't. What? I read shoes. We go, you be reading everybody. I'm like, shit, goddamn. I don't know. I didn't know that and I read shoes. And we still got to speak after this. I, I don't, I didn't. It's I, like Beyonce talking to Frank Gaston. Frank, we can't just go steal the show, then go do they show after we leave. It'd it be like, you be reading folks. I'm like, but we still got to speak because. I don't remember reading shoes, but I'll I go mean, with that. You still need to, as a PR girl, you still need to um date him and take a picture with him for social media because. I got to um, date him though? Fuck them at least, shit, damn. Okay, all right, I might agree to that. Um, so okay, if, so for me, for 15 seconds, I'm so scared. Give me a countdown, five. Three, yep. two, four, one. My name is Ronald Matters, yeah. and I am a blogger. I am a culture blogger. Yeah. I am the best thing coming out of Memphis, Tennessee, a.k.a. South Memphis. Can't. <laughs> and I rep for the girls. I stay repping for the girls. I'm gonna, always going to rep for the girls. And I want them to come for me. And I want girls to actually pay me when um, they should be paying me. Yeah. Send me your PayPal. I'm not going to give any and, responses. And I'm also versatile in 2017. That's it. That's a whole, that, was a, that was the fastest 15 seconds, babe. <laughs> babe, I was able to get mine. That was rude. <laughs> that <laughs> was rude as fuck. That is Ronald Matters in a nutshell. Yeah, Ronald Matters, represent for Bottoms, fresh out of South Memphis. I ain't no shade. W popping the shade. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> cooling myself off. Um. Yeah, that's who I am. Absolutely. So this week, woo. So the straight tears were flowing when McDonald's debuted um, the rainbow carton that fries come in. For Pride Month. We talked about Pride Month beginning last episode. And Pride Month is definitely in full swing with a lot of Pride parades and everything like that. Thank mm-hmm. you, God, that the kids are out and doing things and wearing colors. For the youth. Yeah. And some of them were on diets. And so they you know, they look good in their pictures and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. They're available. McDonald's has put the rainbow flag on these fries cartons. And so when you get at least like a medium, a medium and a large mm-hmm. or uh, 
Do they have extra large? Come on, extra. There's a lot of fries. Child, you, well, you should just got a Big Mac. You should have just got a bag of chips. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when you get a medium or a large McDonald's fry, it's a rainbow on the other side of the yeah. carton. So straight girls are mad about this, and I am here for McDonald's. Continue to be um, a company that stands out, that is not apologetic about this is Pride Month. You have a lot of gay customers. You have a lot of straight customers, and you appeal to them 365 days. Why not in one month you can also appeal to the gay ones and put a little rainbow in the fries? Yep. I so, also well shout out to their social media girl because last the other week we talked about Wendy's social media girl was fierce. Whoever's running McDonald's Twitter stays reading Burger King and coming for Burger King's <laughs> they don't coming for Burger King's crown. Okay. Plastic paper, pick one. It's not real. Absolutely. Uh, what else is going on in Hot Topics? So also, um there is a special anniversary that was yesterday. Um, it is, um, uh, I think one of the most special anniversaries that we've had, uh, in a while, uh, mm-hmm. we are celebrating, not celebrating, we're remembering, uh, the one year anniversary of the Pulse Massacre. Um, and I am proud to see that everything in social media was, um, uh, positive. There were people on the, uh, heterosexual side as in allies and plenty of people on the homosexual side that remembered the anniversary and took a moment. Uh, all the memorials in Orlando were great. Uh, all the flowers and everything were awesome. I am happy that we are remembering this a year away, um, and I want us to continue to remember this because 49 people are gone because of senseless terrorism and a senseless act by a cowardly-ass bitch. Um, I want to personally say rest in peace to friends Antonio Brown and Shane Tomlinson, and uh, this podcast is dedicated to you uh, and the the, uh, the anniversary is is you know is groundbreaking. Um, we, we lost so many people last year and we uh, we're doing a great job this year by actually being out and not being afraid. Um, this week I, this weekend here in Washington DC I saw a lot of people out celebrating Capital Pride. And nobody was afraid of terrorism. Nobody was afraid that uh, a terrorist was going to come and shoot up pride or uh, throw grenades or do anything, you know, that we've been seeing recently going on in Europe. And so I implore and encourage all of you to continue to celebrate no matter what. Um, You cannot let the terrorists win and continue to go out and be gay as fuck in the streets. Hold your nigga's hand or hold a new nigga's hand if you have an opportunity. Hold two niggas' hand. Make them really, really mad, child. Kiss a, kiss a few niggas if you can. In a mouth. With tongue. If they breath fresh. Just do as much gay shit as possible because the more that they see it, the less taboo that it will be. And I have been saying that for years and I'm going to continue to say it. So, happy pride and RIP to the 49 souls this that were lost in Pulse. dedicated to those people. It's so weird because um, in the moment, of course, I was on Facebook, Twitter, and all the things being very vocal. And um, the thing that stood out to me was on my Facebook last year, I was saying that the post was, straight people, donate blood. If you could do anything, we don't need your Facebook sympathy. We need y'all to go donate blood. There are people who still have a chance to live, and gay people cannot donate blood. I mean, they're working on it. 
later it was announced, well, if a gay man don't have sex for one year, then he could not miss. Ma'am, how am I supposed to renege on all of the penis for a full calendar year? Um, but, yeah, so if you were... But we really needed in that moment. And then there was a rumor going around that the um, the blood center in Orlando had lifted the anti-gay ban, Indeed. but they ended up being a rumor. And, and there was so much confusion. No, but they have since then. And so we, it was so much confusion on just trying to give blood to people who still had a chance to make it and to survive through this with how many, Lord knows how many pints of blood that someone could have received to live. And that post had the most comments because a lot of straight people back in Memphis were responding like, what? Gay people? I never knew this. And it was a big education moment for them because even though we do test blood, we give, well, shit, I got all this blood right here in front of me. I can give it an HIV test. I can give it an STI test if I want to. And they still feel like for some reason that they can't accept blood from LGBT members of the community. And we really needed straight people to go give blood. A, O, any kind of types of blood. Yeah. So I'm glad that one year later, Facebook, the only thing positive about Facebook on this day, whatever that little feature is. Those the pride flag. <laughs> I'll be putting. It, I don't like shit no more, and I'm yeah. not like. I'm not liking shit for the rest of the month. I am putting a pride flag on anything that I like on Facebook until they take that feature away from us. So come July first, then I guess I'll go back to liking shit. But uh, for the rest of June, I am putting a pride flag on anything. Come that on, I Rainbow. Like. What are your thoughts about putting the um the brown and the black at the end of the rainbow? I am going to be. You're probably not here for it, and that's fine. I'm here for it because. The rainbow colors are um, exclusionary of uh, the minorities and the challenges that black and brown. Um, it's not people... about race. Oh my god, the uh, the rainbow flag is not about race. What is it about? Um, all the colors represent something different, and mm-hmm. about spirituality, and mm-hmm. the purple represents something, and the and all those things represented something, and that has been our go to for 50, 60 years since the person who created and he passed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so for us to make this about race and to add, want to add brown and black on the at the top of the flag, I'm like, what? So, so child, y'all gonna make this about race and y'all gonna just demand the first two layers of the flag. All right, here we go. I'm not saying that it necessarily <laughs> the placement can't be changed if it can't be at the end or can't be in the middle of the flag. Yeah. But it should be about inclusiveness. So when... Capital That's what Pride. the rainbow flag is about. It's about overall. Okay, so it's supposed to be about that. It is okay, but all too often, black and brown people see the rainbow flag as representative of only white and semi-Latino. Like if you Latino and you just a shade darker than white. Okay, those are people that they see represented by that flag and. Sometimes they don't see the black and the brown people represented by the flag, and that's why that was introduced. Because so, like we have okay. So if you if you look you're not at gonna verses, be able to convince me, but I'll listen. It's like a Jehovah Witness. You just at my door, and I'm just like, mm, can I just please say my goodbye nicely and close the door back? And that's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you look at people saying this past weekend in D.C. was actual pride, and not two weekends ago they didn't know that even pride quote unquote festivities was happening because it was quote unquote black pride 
uh-huh. and black prides have had to happen because white prides were very exclusionary of us. Okay. It was a very white faced and semi brown face. Only semi brown because if you a little darker, then you ain't the kind of brown that we want to represent. Okay. And that is also still very reflected in this capital city pride. I saw a lot of people of a lot of different colors, thankfully, this year and in this city. But how many other cities across the country have a white pride and the white pride is not uh, representative of black or brown people that are in the community that still spend money in the community, that are still a very integral part of the community. But when it comes to pride season, quote unquote, white pride season, we're not able to be represented all of a sudden. We're not part of the gay message or gay agenda and it's only white people or white people adjacent that should be represented. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I still feel like it. the pride flag shouldn't be about race. I just feel like it shouldn't be about race. I just, I just don't. I, that's that's where I'm at with that. Tight booty is useless. Oh, Lord. Huh? What did you just say? Hold on. Say that again. What? Tight. Tight booty, booty is useless. What they mean? So, I, I've like there's a stigma about. I thought you whether y'all you, want a virgin cat. Nobody wants a virgin. Oh, nobody wants the feeling a, of a the virgin. The sense of the feeling of the thought of it being like good as I a, think it's fetishized. Like some people, okay. you know, want to. I want to take your virginity. Like some people want to have done that and mm-hmm. climb that mountain. Climb um, it, girl. Get up there. <laughs> yes, but. I think that's just a fetish. Okay. I think tight booty is useless. Like fully because tight booty is support useless. Support your thesis. I'm about to. Okay. I, well, all right. I'm gonna shit my ass up. I'm gonna shit my ass up. What he said you do? I shit my ass up. Plenty of research. Okay. In the field research. All right. So, tight booty one. It can be cute in pictures sometimes. It's like, oh, okay, look at that. Oh, that's nice. But when used in reality. We're talking about practical sex. If this thing is too tight for me to get into to actually have sex with you, <laughs> what the fuck is the use of it? <laughs> if I gotta spend thirty minutes trying to get into this, can you keep it up for thirty, mommy? I'm like, sometimes no, especially if you're ugly. If I just gave you a chance because your your ass was fat and now your ass is fat, but your booty is entirely too tight for oh, wow. me to even get into this situation, my dick has already said no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm out. I'm not saying to go out there and be a hoe and loosen your booty to the extent of. I'm refreshing my drink. Keep talking. To the extent of Remy Mars. I, I'm saying. Shout out to Remy Mars. Look like a top out here. He Ooh. burst now to me. You know, I'd be dating versatiles and stuff. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. Anyway, uh, so. It is almost damn near useless. Play with your hole if you're going to be versatile. Get you a toy if you're going to be a bottom. Warm yourself up. Figure out what you like. Figure out what's good for you. Figure out what dicks that you can actually handle. Because can you pray about this or would God not want to hear your story? No, God want to hear all my dirty stories. Okay. He don't just want to hear the Because he don't watch them. He might as well listen. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's watching this whole movie unfold. So why would he not want to hear my blessings? Why not Christians be pretending like God don't want to see that? I don't know. Oh no. He be watching your weak ass missionary position, girl, and give up. Not my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not my God. He wouldn't give up on me. <laughs> my God knows what I like. He wouldn't leave me. 
And not in the hour of need. Hallelujah. When I need some. Mm. Okay. And when you need something, you need to know what your levels are. You can't be like, okay, well, I'm going to need a 12 and a half inch dick. But I'm a virgin. But I'm a virgin. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work. Stop asking for grown man dick and you don't have grown man ass. Wow. Tweet that. What do you have? What do I have about what? <laughs> I, I, I'm not even asking that question. No, I was like, where is this going? <laughs> I'm not asking that question. You declaim versatility on me in 2017, bro. Be careful. Yeah, so it don't matter. So you can have grown man ass or tight ass because you're using your dick in 2017. Workout. Oh, wow. You're asking me, did I have grown man ass or did I have tight ass? I don't care. Well, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm lost. Okay, what else is going on? I'm so confused. So do you think the word pussy is problematic? Using in gay circles. Gay lingo. So, I think it's like an even split. I think it's like a 50% of bottoms and or tops that say, ugh, don't use the word pussy. Ugh, that turns me off. And then the other one's like, yeah, use pussy. Pussy is fun. I like that. I'm okay. going to give my opinion after I've asked you the question. So, what do you think? Do you think pussy is problematic? It really depends. It depends. It really depends. It just depends. Like... Um, if you're in the if you're in the heat of the moment and the word boy pussy slips out or if the words um beat I'm beating this pussy up, uh, sure, cool. But just overall call just only referring to it as that, I'm like, so does he accept reality that, that this, this is not, not a pussy? Well, or, in reality, <laughs> some asses are pussies. And that goes back to the same theory that Tight booty is almost useless, and so is like this. If this is just like if you have lips for an ass hole, that's called the, a rosebud, that's, right? When the thing pop out, a rosebud. When your sphincter then gave up, yeah. Sphincter, like girl, I'm not closing makeup no more. Or the medical term is prolapsed, where things of you that were on the inside are coming on the outside. That's not like a hemorrhoid. No. Oh no, a hemorrhoid is. At- ah, I don't want to hear what a hemorrhoid is. <laughs> No, you can have a prolapsed anus and not have hemorrhoids. You can also anyway, have hemorrhoids. So is pussy and a problematic, child? Is pussy problematic? You say. Just need to be. So if, you waver. You You're not even. If you say the word, if you say the word every now and then, so it's not too problematic to you. Just if you, you can't hear it. If you say it every now and then, cool. It's just that you know that this is a. It's the a word. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's an anus. Yes. It's an A word. That's an A word. Yes, <laughs> not just an S. So I think the word pussy is not problematic because pussy is slang. It can mean, when you say slang words, they can mean anything. They don't mean that they're stuck to the actual definition of what they were intended to mean because the word nigga is a slang word and the original mm-hmm. intent was not what we use it for today, black people anyway. Okay. Um. So I think it's not problematic. And it can be used. Use pussy because if it's pussy, if it feels like a lot, of, oh, some wow. people know what pussy feels like, oh. and there's some asses that feels like pussy. And you know, as gays, we use pussy as a noun, a verb, an adverb, and an adjective. So okay. I don't, I don't think it's problematic. I, I like, I episode, like using the word I pussy. Like people disagree the whole episode. Sure, that's fine. Damn. Get out. Leave. <laughs> so. In you just summary, call it all of the things. I can call it any. Well, I won't call it anything, but I think the, pus- <laughs> the word pussy is slang and it doesn't only belong to heterosexual vagina. So you use the word all the time, or do you use the word some of the time? 
some of the time. Sometimes. Um, I use booty. Okay. I use ass. Okay. But I'll use ass. pussy. Ass, oh. ass, 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 ass. Um, but I use pussy when it's pussy. Okay. I use pussy when it's pussy. So did we just slick agree on the lala? I think we just did. No, because you were wavering, and I have said it's not problematic. I think that it's okay to use the word sometimes, and you said sometimes. So that means that you use the word sometimes, and I said it's okay to use. Rich. You better rich over there. <sighs> okay, so the World Health Organization has reported that 18 countries have been um, having a shortage of penicillin for like the last three years. Yeah, a lot of countries. There are only um, four manufacturers of the active ingredient in the penicillin. Three are in China, and one is is in Austria. Um, people, I think it was like before like 1929, 1930 when the drug was invented. Um, a lot of times if you had a, a cut on your body anywhere and it got infected, you would probably die. If you had gonorrhea... You would probably die. Um, syphilis, it was definitely great for syphilis, and people just assumed that they should just take a 10-day version of penicillin um, because it would just treat if they were being a little slutty, and it would treat whatever they were going through. But um, it's also been used to treat... Or oh, whatever's going through you. <laughs> serious stuff like rheumatic heart disease, and if people had strep throat and things like that. So, But this is about syphilis. I typed the word syphilis into Google, then I clicked news, and the headlines were syphilis cases on the rise in South Carolina. Um, that was by the Charleston Frontier News, I think it was, so don't go to Charleston, South Carolina if y'all got um, syphilis. Or Go to Charleston, South Carolina <laughs> if you like shrimp. The seafood there is awesome. Um, syphilis on the rise in Indiana. Um, it was just reported like a June... Uh, it was just recently reported that the UK has had the highest new cases of syphilis since 75 years. So syphilis is really worrying the girls out out here. Um, and because there's a penicillin shortage, it's also making a lot of the people are having these viruses, the bacteria longer and not knowing that they're infected with it. And it their bacteria is becoming past a point where penicillin can help it. So, um, child, you know, be careful out here. Um, and if just hope that you don't catch something that you need penicillin for because there's a shortage and the girls are out here. Call on the World Health Organization to help them and there's no help to be found. Hallelujah. Um, well, in continuing in sexual health. I'll it back to sexual health. <clears throat> Can we talk about Beyonce or something? Damn. This week, uh, it was announced that the generic prep um, alternative. Oh yes, we need to talk about this. Been, we have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, a disease that's actually taking people out. Um, generic prep has actually uh, begun production and manufacturing, and will be um, on the markets as soon as possible. Amen. Um, which is a sign. It is a sign that there is a beginning to the end of the HIV epidemic. The HIV epidemic that kills millions of people every year. Um, when drugs become available in generic forms, you almost always find that the cure for those same drugs and actual vaccination um, comes within five to 10 years after, typically. Um, so when you look at... Um, 
you know, the epidemic of polio or when you look at the epidemic of the bubonic plague, when we got to uh, generic forms of drugs that were easily accepted or easily uh, accessible, accessible to people, um, the cures were right around the corner. So it's a huge positive sign. I'm so excited for this. Oh, my God. It's a huge positive sign in um, a step forward and a huge positive sign in the people that uh, will not take PrEP because PrEP is too expensive and they don't have insurance. You are now, well, not now, but very soon going to be able to buy it just like any other drug when you you know go to Walmart and it's $4 for that prescription. That option is going to be very, very, very um, present in the, in the coming months. Um, and I think that is an awesome thing because it will allow more people to be on PrEP than are on PrEP today. And if more people are on PrEP, then more people will be alive and not dead. I think that it's – I was reading an article somewhere that was celebrating the announcement of the generic drug, but also explaining the importance that we still have the – "Quote unquote Gilead Assistance Program," mm-hmm. because to be on the Gilead Assistance Program, to know that a company like Gilead is providing assistance to patients, and to be um, on this type of program with that big name means a lot to these um, drug manufacturers, a lot of these um, drug companies where you get your prescriptions filled, people who need housing. And when you have on your resume on your things that you're currently going through that you're on the Gilead assistance program it means a lot so just because there is a generic Gilead still has to stay at the forefront of the fight and we have to hope and pray that even though a lot of the community needs this um, generic drug we also still need Gilead and the makers of Truvada which is the first prep pill we need them to continue to be at the forefront of things going on. And as this new generic pill and the company producing it um, makes a name for itself, they've, they're going to become partially responsible for making sure that people taking the drug and people who need that company still stand strong with the community. So, oh, fingers crossed, Gilead ain't out here by herself no more. Um, yeah. So, I'm excited for this as well. So, Finding a cure by 2020 is so important, Lord Jesus. We set a target date. Hopefully, we can reach our goal. Absolutely. Um, so, also in sexual health. Oh, Lord Jesus. This is going to be a sexy For ass. sexual health topic. This is okay. going to be a sexy ass episode. Yeah, the sexy it's, it's June. This is the month that more Hot. people... More people get it in this month than any month throughout the year. A lot of vitamin D from the sun. No matter what. As we talked about last week. Yeah. So, we're preparing you for that. Preparing you to get some D or throw some D. Get some D or throw some D. Get some D or throw some D. Yeah. Throw some D. Wow, I like that. Throw some D. That sounds like a possible title. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... So, there is a new (laughs) app and website. Oh, let me log on. What's the title? The title is www.mymately.com, M-A-T-E-L-Y.com. And so at mymately.com, you can also download the app. You can get full panel testing at home. So a lot of people um, don't get tested because of the stigma of actually going to go get tested and being scared about going into a facility and getting the results publicly. This is a nice website. Right. And um, 
all of that stigma that comes along with it and then waiting. I was just talking about syphilis. They got syphilis um, chat on the website. Okay. Full mm-hmm. panel. Mm-hmm. So that means all of the things. If you have an STD or STI, they will test it for you. 1.4 million cases of chlamydia in 2014 represented the highest number of cases of any condition ever reported to the CDC. Wow. Chlamydia cases are a mess out here. Yes. So you can be tested at home. They will send you a kit in the mail mm-hmm. to swab your mouth and do all the other things for your full panel testing. Mm-hmm. It's less than $30 a month, up to $70. Depends on the plan and package that you get. Yeah, I'm looking at that, yeah. For full panel. Everything. You can be tested for everything STD, STD and STI related. It says unlimited results sharing with mate members. I'm getting there. And unlimited profile links for sharing with none. Oh, and like you can have the, if you wanted to show somebody your status, yes. you could, oh, what this is cute. And so in the day of 2017, girls can craft their results and say, I'm negative. Look, I copied and pasted this old negative thing and we made put a new data. And paste stubs and but this, this will not allow people to craft their HIV statuses or STI Chlamydia statuses status. okay. with you. So they can do the at-home testing. And so if you're getting into like a new relationship and you want to make sure she's clean and you make sure you're clean, y'all both can order it. And do the testing and then share a link with each other and get the results from a third I like party. This. I really do. And then like that this. way, and you can also continue to do that over the next six months because, you know, a lot of uh, STIs or, and or STDs Mutate. can be dormant mm-hmm. in your body and can be uh, mutated. But uh, they can be dormant for three to six months sometimes because, you know, whatever is going on or whatever you actually contracted. So you guys can continue to do this every month to make sure both of you are clean and it's great for fertility purposes if you guys are both also trying to have kids or want to do in virtual in vitro fertilization. So it's a great idea. If you got a little coin or if you about to um get into a relationship with someone you do it now sure. before cuddle season get here and then he'll be like, Oh wow, he did this back in June. So yeah. he he is and you really can continue about yeah, this and you can continue to track every month They'll send you out a new kit every month or as needed. If you just had some freaky shit last night that you know you weren't supposed to be into, they'll send you a new kit out. You still got to wait a week after you do your stuff last night. But, okay. You got to wait at least seven to ten days, right? To know if you're pregnant. Hopefully you're not pregnant. (laughs) Um, I mean, to know if you... But if you have the service, if you, if you have the service for ninety days, you can do it as much as possible, and yeah. then continue to track your status and your results, and share it with whoever you want to privately. So what that means is, when you send them the link, they will be able to review your results, and you can allow them to view your results for sixty seconds, or you can allow them to view results openly. So it's like the Photobomb app, where yeah. I can allow or you Snapchat. To, yeah, or I can allow you to view my results because you just need to see my results, but you don't need to screenshot this and send this to the whole world and be trying to put my shit on blast. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it protects you in that way. So it's a great app. Um, I, I'm i interested. And this is not an ad. But it's, it's not an ad. They haven't given us any money yet. Said that this is a cute website. I really do like that. Absolutely. So it's www.mymately.com. It is also an app as well. So if you, you know, check your... Uh, Google Play stores or iTunes and stuff. Not iTunes. Um, the Apple girls. <laughs> <clears throat> Check all y'all things and look up my mately is for my mates. Mymately.com. We have a listener question. Um, Wanda sent a listener question to hereforpod at gmail.com. 
Wanda from In Living Color? No, not that Wanda. Oh, I was thinking Wanda Sykes, but you were thinking, sure. Let's not get into all that. I'm sure Wanda suffered enough by having the name Wanda. Yes. Uh, Wanda! A question to hereforpod at gmail.com. And she asked, yes, refresh that drink. Shut up. I love this drink. Um, she asked, do we have black LGBT organizations or networks that help other black LGBT find jobs or advance their careers? What's your response to that? I don't think we have one specifically yet, but we also have here for a podcast. And if there is some networking that you would like to do, send it to me. Shoot us a resume. Maybe I can put your resume up on some job board somewhere or you know, send it to some colleagues of mine or something like that. You never know. Do some networking within your community and definitely with this podcast. And you never know. Um, white people do it all the time. You know, they have a friend down they'll the street. They'll send their resumes into a podcast? They'll send their resumes anywhere. <laughs> um, and, and that's us thinking that we'd be we being bougie. Were we, were we literally <laughs> sitting at a bar like a couple of days ago and a white bartender had got a tip off on a really good apartment. Oh yeah. And we he were. was living on someone's couch. So yep. that's what white people yep. do for each other. Yep, they were. That we also we don't do the that's bartender was sleeping networking. on somebody's couch and one of the persons who just sat down to have a drink had was like, Oh well I know somebody with a condo and it's open empty and it's and cheap and he owns it. He owns a couple properties. He just don't rent them out to nobody and you need a place and just tell them this and you, that was that did happen, right? So unfortunately, wow. uh, we don't network enough. We don't enough. do the same things. Yeah, we don't network enough, and uh, we should start doing better in 2017. So network, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram. If you put your pussy on Facebook or Instagram, put your goddamn resume and see if your friends can help you network and get better jobs and opportunities. And definitely send it over here. Talk to people. I know um, when I first got out of the military and um, wasn't sure which career path I was going to go into, mm-hmm. I I emailed my resume to all kind of people, all kind of friends and people that I had in my network and was hoping, you know, don't you work over here? Don't you know some job openings over there? Don't you? You, you never know. Yeah. So network, network uh, locally and network with your friends and social media and network with us and see what, what can pop off. I know I'm supposed to give a whole separate answer after you give your answer, but I kind of agree with your answer. Your answer was right. So, I mean, Most, yeah. All of mine. But. Your dick's still a little, so yeah, it's not right. But it's okay. Bless your heart. <laughs> we friends, so I don't need that part bless, of you. Anyway. Bless your heart. Um, <laughs> Do you have a song for your soul this week? Um, Do you have a song for your soul this week? Hashtag song for your soul. Please send us hashtag song for your soul on social media. Um, this week I have another um, male R&B singer. I thought this. Song I was, do too. I thought this song was from the '80s, but the album came out in 1991 uh, from the album "The Heart of a Man." His oh, name is yep. Phil Perry, mm-hmm. um, and the title of the song is "Call Me." Call me. Um, I was listening to it before we started recording, so I could make sure I remember what the lyrics was about. But it was very heartfelt. This man was like, "Look, it's 1991. The LA riots is going on. Um, I think." The guy had just got beat up. What's his name was? Oh, shit. You put me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, but you know who I'm talking about. Rodney stuff, King. Stuff is going on out here. Um, it's not safe. Okay? So, you need to call me the moment you get there. So, if you walk at home from the date or if you just got off work and um, get, got off the bus, you need to call me the moment you get there because I'm concerned about you. I love you. You are about everything, and just, yeah. You, people don't check in like that anymore. I know. It, you know, you people would check in. 
And now I sound real old, but uh, <laughs> people used to check in all the time before cell phones and shit. You had beepers. Wow. And you had to call them back. This, yeah, you had ooh, to call them back. Get to the people get back to, thing was. Yeah, they would they would uh, beep you nine one one, and you had to get to the payphone and call them and figure out what mm-hmm. the nine one one meant. It might not have been a real emergency. It might have been, mm-hmm. girl, I haven't heard from you in five hours. Bring some bread. Five. I know you close to getting work. Bread and milk. We need some milk for the cornbread. I can't make the cornbread to complete this meal. Some milk. <laughs> um, but yeah, people don't check in as much often. The check ins are like text messages and. I think sometimes text messages can be. People feel that like they'd be like, "I'm home," and they'd be three blocks from the house. But anything can happen to you three blocks from the house. A drunk Absolutely. driver could be across that first block that you just sent their text message. You're not really. Or at the home. killer could be at home. Yeah. So yeah, check in. Check in with your people. Call me the moment you get there. Yeah. Not when you're still in the car. Especially if y'all romantically dating. Check in. So I agree. Great song. Um, my song for my soul. And I say mine because it's it's mine and not yours. Okay. Um, this song is by a legend, Beyonce. <laughs> not that legend, Shakira. Literally, his name is Legend. Tierra Marie. She's nobody's. She's a Detroit legend. Um, this song is by John Legend. Oh, okay. And this is not even one that. Oh, you know, you kept saying he, and I was like, but I keep thinking girls. Why do I keep thinking girls? He said a him. Because you're a woman, and you thought all the legends were women. Uh, so, this is by a literal legend. His name is John Legend. His stage this, name, John Legend. And this song is not a part of his official catalog, mm-hmm. but you. You might know this song. And I'm going to call this song Middle School because it's not old school. It's not old school. Definitely it's not old school. But it's definitely five, six years old now. Mm-hmm. When I tell you he Whitney Houston the fuck out of this song, Whitney Houston took I Will Always Love You from Dolly Parton and made it her song. Nobody, few people even know that it was originally Dolly Parton's song. She just, it was hers. Mm-hmm. John Legend did that to this song from Adele. Adele released Rolling in the Deep. Made all kinds of awards, sold all kinds of albums. She made the all kinds of awards, so okay. She got them, yeah. Okay, she got them all. She got all kinds of awards that year for that album. Got to catch them all. She caught them all. <laughs> she, she had the Pokeball. Anyway, um, <clears throat> not to be uh, outdone, he saw the soul in the song and covered it. And "Rolling in the Deep" is my song for my soul this week because John Legend's rendition of "Rolling in the Deep." It's so soulful, it is so overpowering and overshadowing of its original predecessor. Come on, big words. I'm here for it. I am absolutely here for it. And that's why this week's Song for My Soul is the overpowering, overshadowing, Rolling in the Deep by John the fucking legend. All right, now, come on. He gave it more soul than a blue-eyed soul girl could give. Because she... Never mind. Is her eyes even blue? Wow. Mm, Brown. Fully... Never mind. (laughs) Oh my god, this week I'm here for it I have another here for it I feel so great about the being here for something last week This week I'm here for something as well I'm definitely, I am too Copycat ass bitch um, I'm definitely here for all of the gay sex scenes In House of Cards And the online piece that was written um, About There was somebody hating like I cannot believe Netflix is doing this Putting um, the president in all these gay sex scenes And somebody wrote a think piece As they always So do. the president is gay in House of Cards? He has homosexual moments. 
guess. But it's not. Up. It's uh, not his. It's not his. It's not nowhere near a main storyline. You still want to get back to pussy you, though. It might be a, a gay moment in episode. So three. Kevin Spacey signed up to kiss men and suck dick and things. Well, he's definitely kissing me, and I don't know if they're. I don't know if all the they show all those other things, but he's so it's not about him episode where they like suck a dick. About him is just the asses be out, and the dick be out. <laughs> you just got the Vimeo edition, okay? Um, but I'm definitely here for the think piece that was written about um, why is Kevin Spacey gay in House of Cards? Um, but definitely because the person obviously didn't fo- does not follow. House of Cards because it's about power for him. When Kevin Spacey, well, when Frank Underwood is having sex with um, men in the show, it's about power. It's definitely about asserting that you are more dominant than this other man, and he needs to submit to you. And oh, he so needs he's the to top, definitely. Make sure work out <laughs> topping tops. <laughs> um, mm, topping tops. Thank you guys for all the so listeners to that. That was that's our most listened episode. Topping tops. Thank you. Thank you so much. But, um, yeah, Frank Underwood is out here topping tops for <laughs> It's About Power. When he's got to get this Medicare bill passed and when he's got to get so-and-so, so-and-so passed and things done for infrastructure, Frank Underwood will go to all capacities. To make He'll sure. go deep. <laughs> go deep. Rolling, Rolling in, in the deep. deep. Word. Yes. So, <laughs> and so um, that's what it's about. And even Claire knows that when – there, when she has to have sex with other men, like the, oh, I can't give the season away, but like Claire does. Please her, don't. Everybody hasn't watched it all yet I, on Netflix, Claire and I obviously haven't watched even episode Does her one yet. things, and so it's about power. It's about is she a lesbian? Adjacent. They both have sex outside of their relationship for power reasons, Call and power. um. No, Amari Hardwick. I think it was like season three or four. Frank was having sex with somebody, and then she was like, "So is the bitch gonna conform and all?" She wasn't concerned about that they were having sex. She was She's like, on her milly. Well, is the mission still being accomplished? Keep fucking a bit. Yeah. No, that was um, Tasha from Power. And Tasha told the ghost, she was like, no, you keep fucking the bitch. And I tell you, you can't fuck the bitch no more. Because we got things we are here trying to accomplish. And that's what it's about. It's so about- I got I to gotta catch up on Power too, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. So they have sex for to assert their power and their dominance. And it's a marriage is a business decision. I'm excited that he's willing to cross gender <laughs> lines to get his goddamn mission accomplished. I don't know how many gender lines I'd be willing to cross. I don't know if I'd be willing to fuck a bitch for power. I might. Never mind. I'm gonna say you are. I've, I've been there and done yeah, that, but you know it's just been a long time. You know you got to ride a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, ride it. <laughs> Twelve inches. Anyway, uh, so this week I'm also here for television programming. All right now, the television programming cable that I'm, or it is on cable. Oh, it is right. on TNT. Unbelievably. The television that I'm here for is Claws. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, we watched the first episode of Claws. Twice. Uh, yeah, because we had to get the gist of Karuchi and Nisi Nash's new show. And I was a little skeptical at first. You was a little wet. Skeptical. Not right now. And um, I, I want to watch next week and see where it goes. I'm excited. I didn't think that Karuchi was going to be able to act. She did okay. Yeah. Um, Nisi Nash definitely was the ship that held everything together, mm-hmm. um, but the plot line was good. It was just the right enough parts ghetto, parts drama, mm-hmm. parts sex, parts fashion, parts fashion. The nails were good. <laughs> the nails were good. They work at a nail salon. So, so I want to tune in next weekend. So if you guys haven't seen the first episode of Claws, I'm here for it. You guys should definitely check it out and be here for it as well, so we can talk about it. 
So when I talk about episode two and three, y'all won't be lost. Pretty please. <laughs> I hate when you have to talk with friends and they don't watch the same show that you be into. AKA House of Cards. AKA Power. <laughs> um, what's next? Have we gone through all the things? We have, and it is time for our last call. I'm so excited for my last call. Oh shit. You always say that when I'm excited. Why can't you be happy for me when I'm happy about something? You're no supportive ass. How long is your last call? So, can we... Oh, come on, Tequila. Can we um try like doing like scotch or something for our last call? Are you down sure. for that? We're going to have to pick it out together. That means we're going we're gonna to be asleep like right after the last call then. Well, you know, I love a good nap. Anyway. So, my last call is to the white tears. What the, what's that? You I mean, what? I know what white tears are, but I mean like... I'm white tears in relation to white tears in relation to the Black Panther poster and trailer. Oh, girl, they was pissed about that. They were pissed, oh, they and, were and, pissed. And, and you are my last call this week because I had to take a shot to your pissivity. Oh Stay my God, pissed, pissed, fucking ma'am. The name of the movie is Black Panther. Of course, the poster is a call out and shout out to the original Black Panther. Huey P. fucking Newton with his fine. Then y'all create this comic, and they created it. Y'all gave us because this it was piece. all white, and it was y'all in the time of this piece of the universe, and it was in the time of the Black Panthers. <laughs> so of course the poster is a callback, and of course the trailer is black as fuck because Wakanda is in Africa for real. Yeah. Oh my god. They were mad. The social outrage, and uh, I'm happy that the social outrage led led it to 89 million views that we learned earlier is yeah, the, top, the 10, top ten, the top ten most viewed movie trailers of all time in the Black first Panther, 24 hours. In the first 24 hours, yeah. So Black Panther is there, and this is only the teaser trailer. We don't even have a full trailer yet, and the white tears were flowing like the Nile River through the streets. And my last call was to you mad bitches, stay mad because trailer two is coming and we not on you we not off your neck. I just know that we all gotta break out our um what, I'm going. I'm going like what three are or those four shirts times. called that we're all wearing now. Dashiki. We all gotta wear our dashikis. We all gotta pull out our furs and our minks. You know, it's gonna be February. I wanna we... go to Africa before Black Panther comes out and then bring something back from Africa to wear to the Black Panther premiere. Come on, shit. I just want a food truck to be outside so we can order like smoked sausages and like a half slab of ribs. <laughs> I need that outside. Be prepared when you go to the Black Panther movie that it's, it's gonna be full, some get on this. It's a full event. It's gonna be some get on this. I I might bring the smoked sausage into the movie. I was gonna say like bring you like a pint of Hennessy as well because yeah. you're gonna need. It's gonna be a full culture moment. Absolutely. We're gonna break Wonder Woman's numbers. I can't just say we're going to break Star Wars numbers, but we're going to be breaking records out here. We already broke the stream record. We're going to break the most, we're going to break attendance records. If you are black and you like sci-fi or if you like comic book movies or if you like action movies. It's like your vote for Obama. It's not even about that. It's it's not about if you you like or if you so so. Yes. We got to do numbers out here. It's like voting for Obama. I'm so serious. I felt that when I saw the trailer. Yeah. We've got to prove to this audience to our adjacent white audience that we will go and we will show up for black heroes. The black, the last black heroes that we had were Spawn and, and Blade. 
and oh, I love God Blade, and I love them both. I, I love them both. The they are beloved to me. Yeah, but we haven't had any since then, and the comic book genre has not been what it was then. Like when it was then, you know, they barely had budgets. They barely even made. Hundred or two hundred million dollars, but now we got comic book movies making a billion dollars and shit like that. Let's put the black dollar behind Black Panther. I'm here for it. That is my last call. Let the white tears flow. Get on the Instagram boutiques. Order your outfits right now. Order you a fake mink. It's going down. My last call is to a great queen, not Beyonce, because Beyonce is the ultimate. I'm gonna give you three. Valentina. Whoa. Uh, a black queen. Shook. See how I got a him black shook? queen. I got him shook. Whoa, that's a Latin queen. You might as well have said J Lo because she's been out here doing things and I don't know. Uh, name another black queen. Uh, after Beyonce, you said yeah. Tina. Okay, one more for good luck. Um, Aaliyah. Shay Kool Aid. Okay. Shout out to Shea Coulee. Whether she wins RuPaul's Drag Race season nine or she does not, because the rumors on the street is that she didn't, and I'm gonna have to deal with that on Friday. I, I feel like that is at well. eight p.m. on VH1. I feel like that as well. Are we supposed to find out Friday? Because I thought they were doing like the, the reunion is Friday on VH1 at eight p.m. Oh, okay. I um, thought they were doing like the filler episode before the reunion. No, it had just filmed the. Like the day before the, the stuff that came on TV, so they did, of course they oh, have they no have footage, footage ready show. yet. Okay. So shout out to Shea Coulee on RuPaul's Drag Race. Whether she wins this season or does not win this season, she is a fierce queen, black. Absolutely. Queen. And if she doesn't win, then she is definitely shooting for uh, All Stars three. She should win, take the crown, just like. Never mind. Um, yeah, I agree. She's fierce. And if the numbers were right, and she's got the all, most wins, she should win. Yeah. But that has dictated winners in the past, and RuPaul Can you has, picked, another shot? has picked those winners. And I don't know that they like really stood out because yes, you did good on the show, but are you really America's next drag superstar because you did good on the show? Well, just for Bakule, yeah. And I think I Ooh. think if well, Shay is not so crowned. And it, one, it would be a heist if Shay is not crowned. Okay. For her to do all of this and be so fucking great and be so fucking epic and not be crowned, it would be a heist that would have stolen this shit from her and just ride in the streets. Anyway, um, so shout out to I Shea think I think if it's not gonna be Shay, it's gonna be Peppermint or Trinity because Peppermint. Can is, I want Trinity? Uh huh. Can I want Trinity? No, I don't mm. want Trinity though. Mm-hmm. Because it's like status quo. Like she's not gonna be any different than um, what's the queen with the corsets? Oh, Violet Chashki. See, oh, see yeah. See how we didn't nobody wow. cared and nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Um, she was good on her season, but as a queen, what she do? She didn't impact. She nothing. had an impact. A big impact. Wow, what that say impact. I watched a Tupac interview on Wendy Williams, the guy who was playing Tupac. I'm, I'm equally that, not equally know, as excited for that as by Panther, but I'm be semi so excited. Good. It yeah. comes out this weekend, so it comes out the same weekend that NWA came out. Um I thought NWA came out in August. It's coming out in August. It's coming out this weekend for Father's Day, according to the dude on the interview. Well, according to Wendy Williams. 
She said it's coming out Father's Day weekend. Okay. That's why he was there because it's coming out this week. Oh, I thought it was coming out in August. Okay, work out. Update your notes. Um, but <laughs> I'm so excited for Shea Coulee. And you don't want Trinity to win because you want Peppermint to win? I don't want Peppermint to win. The only one that I want to win that's up there right now is Shea Coulee. But She's late she, from the promo. She's late. Like, when she gave y'all African Goddess tease, and now we all just... She was auditioning for Black Panther. She was <laughs> She was going to be in, Dormala, in the Dormelage, the this, drag queen version. So, I mean, like, Shea Coulee... Shea Coulee should win. Obviously, Shea Coulee should win. But, like I said, this is a rare opportunity for RuPaul to do something different with a trans, an open trans girl getting to the top four, apparently. Because we got a top four instead of a top three. Um, I think that she might pick Peppermint or Trinity. I don't think that those are good options or good choices. But she's already been down the road of the girl with the most wins and the girl with the most accolades. That is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow us on the internet at Here For It Pod, um, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Special shout out to um, Podcasting Color for giving us a shout out all of the time, like three or four shout outs this week. Thank you, Podcasting Color. Who is that big person on Twitter that retweeted us? Somebody retweeted us. You forgot. Okay. Okay. I was like, are you talking about big in size or big in following? Because it could be shade. Anyway, yeah, thank you to everyone who's been following us and shouting us out on social media at Here for a Pod. My name is Ronald Matters. I'm at Ronald Matters on the internet, and of course, my blog, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman. The what? The the one and only. You can't find another one, and if you do find the Amazon, got them on sale. No, this one's not for sale. This one. (laughs) Are you not supposed to say Oh, okay. No, no, no. And this one has all his teeth. So there's other people out there claiming my name and they don't get all their teeth. Um, But I am the Superman. T-H-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. And you can find me on anything you can find any nigga on. Thanks. Um, Uh I'm hosting a book launch Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, for Live Through This by Clay Kane. The producer of... um, the Black Church documentary that came on BET. What's the name of it? I don't know what the producer's name is. Is that what you're asking? I'm a little. Anyway, Clay Kane is a renowned author, and this new book is coming out today. And we're doing the book launch in DC on Friday. And so, if you want details to come out and hang out with me and Ronald Matters and get some refreshments, DM us. I'm not gay, so don't DM me. Just DM him. Thanks. Yeah, DM us. Holla if you hear me. Yeah. Um, that came on BET. Clay I wasn't Kane sure if was you were involved asking, with yeah, that. Yeah, he was. I wasn't sure you if you were asking so me the producer rude. or not. I was like, I wasn't he producer. a producer of that? Yeah, but I thought you were talking about like the executive producer. Anyway, thank I you guys like- for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week. Make sure you subscribe. We love you. Mm-hmm. Bye.